Welcome to Mom Your Business, the podcast. I am so excited to share with you our very first live podcast event. It was absolutely amazing. Our mission is simply to help mompreneurs turn obstacles into opportunities by connecting them to resources that lead to success in business and in life. And I think we did that with our live podcast event. Um, you're going to enjoy our interview with Davida Garfield, as well as our second part with Yolanda Kills Walker. Make sure that you follow us on social media, Mom Your Business on Instagram and Facebook. You can also go to momyourbusiness.com and momyourbusiness.org. So I hope you enjoy our interview. Thank you so much for tuning in. Be sure to subscribe to Mom Your Business, the podcast, and enjoy the show. Thanks again to uh, my sponsors, Modern Wealth Concepts, Jen Monte, Dr. Tamara Hill with Logic Eye Care, Dr. Hill actually um, just moved into a new re retail space at the um, Walmart in King of Prussia. Um, so she she's there. We did some media relations for her there. And of course, I want to thank um, Nakia Murray with Vtox, um, Keisha Hanton with Educe, and Carla Clarkson from Honey Blowout. So I just want to thank them all. I have an amazing. I, I think I said to you all earlier. Uh, my original guest was Kashana Palmer. Um, from New York and she had a family emergency and couldn't make it and I'm sitting in church and actually I told Coley last night and he was like you know we just gonna make it do what it do and I'm sitting in church and I was thinking I would still like to get two interviews in and the Holy Spirit literally said call DeVita and I was like that's it I'll call DeVita and so thank you to my friend DeVita Garfield would you put your hands together and welcome DeVita Garfield <laughs> um, I'm gonna uh, open it back up for me to be there. I'm going to read her her, her bio um, real quick, and then we're going to kind of get right into her story. For those of you that may not know her, she has an amazing, amazing story. So, Davida Garfield, by way of purpose, Davida helps solopreneurs and small businesses implement simple but game-changing systems to streamline their process to create flexibility, cash flow, and life freedom. Her business, Empower, meant that's a W with the woman, Empower, meant now, offers one-on-one -on -one group and corporate consulting and coaching to help her clients create systems for growth. Davida's journey to purpose is credited to the many life experiences and obstacles she has overcome in her life. Her experiences have shown her that she can push through any life challenge to reach her goal, and through her work, she encourages and supports other women as they do the same. Davida is the mother of an amazing 14-year-old daughter, Anita Rose, the author of Tell the Whole Story, Embrace Your Journey to Be Amazing, on purpose and she released her first yearly planner achieving your amazing goal planner in 2018 Davida Garfield <laughs> thank you so much um, so um, Davida thank you again so much and I just want to start really by you talk about in your bio we heard you say about your life challenges so why don't we start by you sharing you know your testimony Good morning, everyone. 
um, or good afternoon, right? It's afternoon. It really is afternoon. Um, so I just want to say I'm just, just, just blessed and honored to be here. I'm glad that I was able to answer the call. Um, I just, I believe that when you have, um, when you know you have positive women in your life and women, in, um, like-minded women, that you don't mind getting that last-minute call. Um, and you don't, and, and you absolutely, it's always important to show up and to, to support others. So anytime I can, you know, I, I'm, I'm absolutely here for you. So thanks for having me. Um, just to share my, my journey, and Tanya asked me to do it really, really quickly, so I'm going to try to do it really quickly. Um, but I believe that we all have, you know, we all have a journey, we all have experiences, we all have things that make us who we, um, make us who we are. And oftentimes, some of those things that make us who we are, we don't necessarily talk about all the time. We don't think people want to hear about it. We, you know, and sometimes we're even ashamed of it. And so that is um, really the the start of my story of you know waking up at 35, um, feeling like I had pretty much life together, and you know moving in my career, moving in my my life. Um, so I thought, and um, suddenly felt tired and achy, couldn't figure it out. Um, uh, just went through you know periods of feeling sad all the time, couldn't figure out what that was. Um, probably in 2011, this is right, right after I turned 35, my childhood best friend committed suicide. And it was like the hardest death that I had ever experienced. And I remember feeling sad, but I remembered also when I went through almost three months of just feeling sad every single day, um, remembering what I had, all, I had done my whole entire life. Okay, you got to put this away. People don't want to see you being a hot mess. People don't want to see you being sad all the time. You got to figure out how to, how to cover this up. And it was just something that I knew how to do, so I did it. And about six months later, I started having these really like odd anxiety attacks. I couldn't figure it out. Couldn't figure out why I was tired, why I was achy. Um, ultimately, went to the doctors, told, hey, you know, you're probably depressed. You need to really deal with the death of your friend. Maybe you should go to therapy. Did that, went to therapy, um, thought I was doing some work in therapy about my, I thought I was there to do some work about my friend's death and ultimately um, started uh, just bringing up things from my childhood that I really wasn't ready to deal with. Um, at any rate, went on for another, you know, six months to a year of still um, not feeling like myself feeling like I didn't want to show up anymore, um, feeling, you know, but also feeling physical things. So within a year, I had developed hypertension, uh, my hair started falling out, I had, you know, diabetes, I had acne, um, I gained 40 pounds in three months. It was just so many things going on. But through all of that, I was still hiding. I was still going to work every single day. Um, I was, uh, I had just moved into my first middle management um, position. So I felt like I needed to show up every single day, sick or not. And I dealt with most of my pain. I was in pain, um, just from just just physical pain, just constant muscle fatigue, muscle joint um, aches, and couldn't figure out why. And now I'm going back and forth to the doctors, and they can't figure out why either. Um, and they're just, you know, they're telling me that, oh, maybe you have fibromyalgia. We'll try you on some pain meds. I can't take the pain meds because I got to go up, go to work every day, and just figuring out how to still show up for my daughter and still be a mom. And and she really was the only person at the time that was seeing the real me, like the seeing the, the, the crying every single night, the pain. As soon as I walk in the door, I lost kind of just like my zest for like everything other than getting up and showing up for work and showing up for her. And it was, you know, really in the midst of that pain, um, this went on for probably about a year and I was still really hiding um, that I finally decided that like, look, I can't fix this. I thought that like, you know, if you just cover it up, you can fix it. This is what I always do. This is, this works that, um, that that would work and it didn't work. And so literally just had um, this, this middle of night experience and I'm like God I can't do this like I, I need you to fix this and I need to, to I felt sorry for myself I felt like you know was, I was in this woe is me I was angry I was frustrated I wasn't you know just not a nice person to be around um, because I felt like why me why is this happening to me 
But in the middle of that night, just finally decided that, you know what, why not me? And, like, I've made it through some things that I haven't, you know, at that point had the, had the courage to even say out loud to most people, um, even to myself, really, like, why can't you make it through this? So there has to be a purpose for your pain. And, and literally just gave it to God, and through the midst of that, door started to open. I wasn't happy at my job, um, but was feeling like I was there for a different purpose. Didn't really know, um, but I always like talking to women. I always like talking to, you know, I was in, in management. So just being able to talk to, to women that, that weren't in management, like, hey, what do you want to do? What are your dreams? What are your goals? Um, you know, wh where do you see yourself after this job? And didn't know that, like, like this was that was it was my purpose and my calling to just want to help and in the middle of that started a women's um, empowerment group on Facebook just because I just I just needed a place I needed a place to go I needed a place to um, where I could go and not feel judged not feel like um, hey if I tell somebody that I don't have it all together or I'm a hot mess or you know I don't feel good <laughs> you know I'm depressed I'm gaining weight you know I'm like this is this is this doesn't make sense that they're not gonna look at me like and judge me but be, you know and maybe possibly say hey me too and it happened and and that was ultimately what changed my life because I I didn't realize at that point that rooms like this existed. So I didn't realize that women, like that I could look at another woman and say, hey, and, and she could look at me and say, you know what, when I went through this, this is, this is how I handled it. And it really changed my life and my, just my, my perspective on what I was doing. I was moving forward in this career and it was, it was, it was working in terms of, I was you know, moving up and I was making the money that I wanted to make, but I wasn't living life on purpose and for a purpose. And so ultimately in 2014, I was diagnosed with a brain tumor. I was diagnosed with a disease called Cushing's disease, and it's a um, hormonal disease, and that's what caused all the hormonal changes in my body. Everything, like I said, from hypertension, diabetes, to uh, my body went into, I went into early menopause. I mean, you name it, I had it. And it was caused by this brain tumor. And so um, that is, you know, that's my, my, my biggest testimony was really just um, finally realizing that, you know, I needed to see my life different. I needed to decide that I deserve to, um, to be my true and authentic self and not feel like I had to hide, not feel like, you know, that that was the life that I needed to, um, to live in order for people to accept me, that I'm okay just as I am. And it was really after my surgery, I had surgery September 25th, 2014, the brain tumor was removed. And I literally, like, I remember being at home and I'm writing in my journal and I'm like, God, when I get out this bed, like I'm moving in purpose and I'm not looking back. And, and that was like, you know, because I felt like he, you gave me, you gave me a second chance to see my life different and to actually do something about it. And so I moved right into starting my own business. I started my women's empowerment business. I became a certified life coach and um, really started just, you know, felt like living the best life of that, uh, my, in my best health, my health returned, my hair started growing back, I lost the weight, the hypertension's gone. Um, and, and, and I just, I got my energy back. I, I was, you know, wasn't in as much pain anymore and really just started just like, just moving forward, like on purpose without apology. And finally just came to this, I, I felt like just another, I, I call my dumb moment with God, you know, when I felt like he was telling me, hey, you tell your, tell the whole story, tell your whole story. And I had opportunity to talk to some young ladies and they were talking about um, their childhood and, and their feelings. And I'm like, I can't relate to these young ladies, but as they're talking, I'm like, I absolutely can. They're talking about molestation. They're talking about relationships with their parents. And that was the part of my story that I never told. That was, you know, and it was, you know, I realized through my sickness that how I became 35, hiding, hiding that I didn't feel good, hiding, putting the game face on, not telling people who I was, was because I learned how to do that at six. 
I learned how to do that at nine when my mom told me don't tell anyone and didn't protect me from the person who was abusing me. So I learned that nobody wanted to see that. Nobody wants to see your pain. Nobody wants to see those things. And that's how I became, you know, this, and I'm like, this has to be, like, it was such an aha moment for me that I realized that I had carried this stress-induced disease in my body probably from a little girl because I didn't have a way to get it out. And I realized how important and how many other young girls don't know at, at 14 that it's okay to feel insecure. It's okay to like, you know, have these feelings because we don't, you know, we don't always know where it comes from, but know that like somebody else has probably sat in your, you know, in your, walked in your shoes. And it was, you know, just that, that journey to tell the story. And so my book, Tell the Whole Story, really is talking about those experiences, but not so much as like, hey, this happened and this person did this to me, but more so of those lessons, like those lessons that you learned and, and to finally embrace all of those experiences. So even those dark things, those things that I thought was ugly, the sexual abuse, the, the feelings that I had, you know, about my mom and, and just growing up with anger and frustration, they still make me the woman that you see today. And that, so, you know, I can be proud of the college and I can be proud of the daughter, and I can be proud of the career and all that good stuff, but I need to also be proud of who I am today. So I need to embrace Give, give it up to Davida. Um, I, I, I think that what, what you're saying is so true, Davida, and I want to talk about two things that you said relative, one, to hiding, um, because I think that um, it's very, it's become almost a part of who we are as black women, right, is that taking those experiences and, um, and really hiding from them and not addressing them. So I want to really talk about I want you, how do you how do you when you share your story and your one on one and how do you begin to incorporate that into your empowerment? How do you address that issue of hiding? Um, I think it's you know it's just it's just really being okay with not being okay. Mm. Like you know sometimes <laughs> we just feel like. Um, you know, we, we judge ourselves, I think, harshly, more harshly than anybody else judges us. So, you know, for me, it was finally realizing that hiding was killing me, mm. right? Because if I don't get it out, if I, if I feel like I always have to be something that, you know, like not my true authentic self, then it's going gonna, it's gonna to come out some way. And for me, you know, it, it just happened to come out through my health. Mm. And, and I, I mean, I truly believe that there's no, you know, I don't have proof, I don't have, but I, I know that it's just a stress-induced disease. Mm. And when trauma is introduced to, trauma and stress is introduced to the body, whether it's physical, whether it's emotional, it, it's going to affect the body in, in, in a way. And I felt like this was a part of it. And it was because I knew that it, you know, it almost killed me. Uh, and it's interesting because you talked about that corporate ladder, right? Because we can be in middle management and we're um, showing up at work every day and we're showing up for our kids and our families every day and then we're going home, right, and sinking on, on, on the inside as though that those things are satisfying enough for us. Right. So you said about one thing I want to talk about that I thought was interesting that you said about that aha moment is what does an aha moment look like in relationship to your personal and your business life? Like, what does that look like? What is that aha moment in, in your personal life and your business life? So I think for I mean, for personal, it's probably the same. But I think it's, you know, anything that sometimes it's an experience it's like you know so I, I you know I had, had a brain tumor I had like these you know these life-changing experiences and sometimes it's not sometimes I think it's just that that moment when you realize that like something has to change like this is not working 
you know, I'm doing this thing. So, you know, we do, we get into the habit of like, hey, I'm doing the right thing. I'm showing up. I'm, I'm, I'm you know, I'm being there for people. I'm, I'm doing, I'm, I went to school. I got, my, you know, I did all these things. I go to work every single day. But when you, that, that inner feeling, like finally just answering that call that like something's not right. This doesn't feel, this doesn't feel right. And, and I'm not being true to myself. And so I think that, you know, sometimes that's the aha moment for people. I, mine just, you know, I don't know why mine were just so big, like these big, big moments, but, but I'm grateful for them because I do, I do think it allows you to do something different. I had that aha moment last year when I finally left my corporate space. Yeah. And, and that was, and that was a fear. It was fearful, very fearful because, but I believed in, you know, just, just in, just walking in faith, believed in this purpose. I believe in just, you know, just, just now living without any apology. So yeah, I can do the six figure thing, but but it's more important to me to, to walk in purpose and to help others. And so it was that aha moment that like, you know, this doesn't feel good. You get up, you go to work every day. Yeah, you get the nice paycheck, but you don't feel good. This doesn't, this doesn't make you feel whole. It doesn't make you feel like you are doing the work that God called you to do. Yeah. So what are you going to do? And that was, that was an aha moment for me. Yeah, I think and similar to you, and I like the, and because we're both authors and you, you put yours in the book, I put mine in the book. I think I had mine when I lost my house. I think that was my aha moment. Like, okay, this is not cool. You're going to work every day and still lost your house. Something's got to change, right? And so you get to that place where you realize that these things, and, and I like what you said because you realize that these things are a compilation of who you are. They don't make you any less of a person but they are that compilation of who you are. And so now with the empowerment movement and how have you been able to continue to, to tell your story and move those things forward? Like even as I, you know, embark upon mom, your business and I've changed, you knew me when I was, you know, from power to tea. So now I've changed this whole brand has changed altogether because it's a different story to tell. Mm -hmm. How have you been able to continue to tell your story and move your business forward at the same time? So I think, and it's a great question, I think it really is um, embracing, embracing the journey, embracing where you are. So, you know, I have this other aha moment because, um, you know, I, like I said, I was, you know, felt like I was living my best life. I'm, I'm, I'm doing the things that I want to do. It feels good. I'm, I'm, I'm preparing. I'm making these preparations to leave my corporate space and, you know, let, made the preparations. And the work that I'm doing with women is helping them, you know, work. I, I'm really big on planning. I'm really big on, okay, let's figure out how to make a plan. Let's, let's you know, set your goals. Let's create an action plan. Let's get some deadlines and um, some a timeline going and some accountability. And, you know, and we can have all these things and they look nice and they look really pretty, but then what happens when life shows up, right? Mm -hmm. So when life shows up, how am I still supposed to accomplish this goal? I, you know, I, I, I have the steps, I have it, it looks great, I have the plan, but now what? And so the work that I have been doing, you know, just because I feel like this is the life that I live. Like, I, I know I need to reach my goals even when life shows up. And, and sometimes life shows up to show me that I need to do something different. Mm -hmm. And so in the midst of me doing this to help other women, I get hit with my second brain tumor. I got sick all over again last year. And it was, and I'm making plans. I'm like, I'm doing things right. I'm leaving. And I made the decision to leave my job. I left my job June 30th and July 6th, I was re-diagnosed with a brain tumor. 
And it's like, okay, now what? <laughs> right? Because now right. I'm in this. How do I move my business forward? You know, I had all these opportunities, all these doors opening opened, and now I, I have this setback because I'm sick. I, I don't I can't show up every day. I can't show up all the time. And I learned how not to show up when I can't show up. Mm -hmm. Like how to say no. <laughs> right? <laughs> right. And right. that that was a big right. lesson too, because yeah. it was like I still showed up. Like you said, we show up for everybody yeah. except for ourselves. Yeah. So I learned how to do that. But I'm like, now I, I really do gotta show up for me because I gotta make money. Like we gotta we got right. bills to pay, we got a mortgage right. to pay. And so now what? And I believe that was that was an aha moment, but it was also a faith walk. It was God saying, hey, you know, you you what what better way to help women figure out how to accomplish their goals when life happens than when than, than you actually going through it. So I had to, you know, figure it out. How are you gonna do this? How are you gonna get through this? Um, in the midst of the sickness, and 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 thank God I had you know my second brain tumor removed September twenty uh, September twenty second, so it was almost three years to the the date of the first um, surgery um, this past September, and and just really felt like took that moment, like you said, you know, losing the house, like okay, now we have to do something different, and took that time to kind of regroup and and change the direction of my business as well, and and now just moving in a different direction, but just realizing that like you know, life is always going to happen. So what are you going to do? You know, how are you going to, how are you going to figure, how are you going to make it happen in the midst of life happening? I like what you said though, be, and I think it's a lesson that we need to continue to learn every day, which is learning how to not show up when you can't show up, right? Mm -hmm. No, learning mm -hmm. how, listen, today is not a good day. Mm -hmm. I'm shutting this thing down, mm -hmm. right? Because I like to say, you know, my Sabbath is Thursdays. Thursdays is my shutdown day. You know, that's it. Um, that's my shutdown day because that's how we get into those positions where we've where we're overextended and then we're mad mm -hmm. with somebody. And when it's all at the end of the day, it's your responsibility. We have to take responsibility for our own lives. So, Davida, tell me what you have going on now um, with the empowerment group. What are you What are you doing right now, and and, and what do you have going on? So, um, and you said we talked about that whole shift. I, I struggled with because I was doing um, just a lot of empowerment. I was doing the life coaching, and I struggled with trying to figure out how do I bring in my, you know, my professional skills, the skills I learned in my career, and I did um, uh, marketing, sales and marketing, healthcare sales. Um, I was in healthcare for 17 years, and healthcare sales for 10 management. How do I pull that into what I, the work that I do with women, and still feel like I'm in this empowerment space? And so I, um, you know, really just I was doing stuff that I had already, I was always doing. I'm always helping people with marketing, with branding, with you know, with systems. I call myself the systems queen because you know, I, if there's a system, I, I want to, I'm, I'm, I'm really a geek about it. I want to learn it. I want to figure out how it works, and then how to apply it to your business. So from a business perspective, you know, oftentimes, especially as entrepreneurs, we're doing everything. We're doing everything in our business. We're doing it all. We're the secretary. We're the, you know, um, we're, we're, we're ordering the supplies. We're, we're making the product. We're showing up. We're doing the marketing. We're, you know, we have to do it all. And, and uh, you know, at some point, we've got to figure out how to put systems in place, how to put things in place so that the business starts working for us, so that we're not working so much in our business and we can create some life freedom for ourselves. So that's kind of how I incorporated my, you know, still empowerment, because the whole goal is let's get these systems in place. Let's figure out what your, um, you know, what your, um, your, your, uh, your plan should be in terms of taking your business to the next level, but with the ultimate goal of creating life, because we're, 
we're, you know, we're walking in purpose, but we, I believe that, you know, God said, Hey, I'm gonna I'm allow you to walk into this purpose and still live your life. Like, I don't want to work 20, I don't want to work 24 seven, you know, and oftentimes as entrepreneurs, that's what we do. You know, we, we spend so much we, and there's no time for anything else. So I literally switch from corporate working 24 seven to working for myself 24 seven. I guess it doesn't make sense, right? Yeah. <laughs> why did I do, why did I do this? So, I mean, and that's really, so that's really my goal. And that's why I kind of kept my, my heart is with women. I could do the same thing. I don't, what I do is no different than what somebody could do with, uh, with men, but I feel like my heart is for us. Cause we just, we, we live in a different kind of struggle because in the midst of reaching our goals and, and, and being, you know, the CEOs of our companies, we're also moms, you know, we're spouses. We, we have family, you know, we have parents that we're taking care of, you know, sometimes. So, you know, I just, I've just kind of made that hard switch. So I, I just, you know, I do, I strictly work with women who are in business that are looking to take their business to the next level. Awesome. Awesome. Um, last thing, and we're going to um, get ready to close. I uh, thank you so much, Davida, because you know I just I appreciate you so much. Um, what are you? I know you have a conference coming up, right? And this is the first. Is this the first one this that you've done? One. Tell us about the conference. Yes. So last year I did. It was like just on the anniversary of the being yes. diagnosed, and it was forty. And it power was a 40. great party. It was a great party. It was yes. <laughs> it was forty and power forty. I was turning forty. I was re-diagnosed. I was just in this stage, but I wanted to just be in this space like this I wanted to be in because I, I eat this energy up like I just feel like we just especially as you know us black we offer so much um there's just so much energy and power when we get in a room together that um I just I needed that and so it was you know an empowerment lunch and this year I said okay well I want to do the same thing I said but I want to do something different because I wanted to incorporate what I'm doing now so this is actually a it's still empowerment but it's a business conference so it's for women who want to you know who are ready to take their business to the next level who are looking for um, those those steps. So it's not a it's not motivation. It's not an inspiration. It really is. I have some some boss like uh, facilitators doing workshops. I have um, Tony Moore who's doing a workshop on um, just you know how to become the, the five things you need to be um, uh, legally that you need to be successful in your business. I have um, Shalina Broster who's going to do um, a whole workshop on branding. Um, I have Elaine Johnson who's going to do a whole workshop on self care because I'm like we could have our business together but we still got to take care of our ourselves so we got to implement the self-care I'm going to do a workshop on systems and um, I also have um, Courtney Richardson she's uh, the Ivy investor she's going to do a workshop on investing anything from taxes to accounting and you know how to you know kind of invest in your for your business for you personally and for your business because I think we need all of those parts so it's a five-part conference it's all day um, it's going to be on August 12th so I'm still doing it on my birthday because uh, so it's 40 again we're not going to go past 40 right, 40 again and um, and so my, I told my daughter so I'm going to do 40 and power 40 Shouldn't you be doing 40 one in power? No, <laughs> no, no, 40 again. Um, but um, so it is on my birthday. It's August 12th. It's going to be at the um, Greatness Center, 41, okay. 41 Ridge 41, Avenue. 41 Ridge Avenue. Mm -hmm. yeah. And so the tickets, I'm on um, Instagram, Facebook, yes. but I have flyers. I'm going to pass them out to right. you later. So um, just tell us again where we can follow you, um, find you on social media. Mm -hmm. How can we find you? So Davida Garfield on um, Facebook, on Instagram, I'm Davida underscore empowerment now. And I think Davida Garfield everywhere else. Um, I have a website, davidagarfield.com. Yeah. All right. Thank you so much, Davida Garfield. Yeah. It's been my pleasure for having you. <laughs> thank you. So I just, um, so again, I want to thank Davida for being on Mom Your Business, the podcast. And um, I want to ask you all to, if anyone has any questions before I let her go, um, 
because she has an amazing daughter who's an entrepreneur herself now. And so if you have any questions, we'll take a couple questions for Davida um, Basima, and then we won't come to the back. Oh, absolutely. And that was that was my biggest fear, too, even, you know, with trying to make the plans. I mean, I was grateful that I had a um, my, my boss was just very, very supportive. So I was able to continue. I still pay for my my insurance from my previous job um, and I'll be able to do that for another year. But so but then I'm in that same position of now what? And there are I think there are a lot more options today than there were, I think, before for entrepreneurs um, in terms of finding insurance. But you also have to figure out and this is why, you know, the planning and, and figuring out the finances and all that stuff, because you have to figure out, OK, now how am I going to pay for that? Because it's not cheap for me to pay for this insurance and it's not going to be cheap when I make the switch either. So now I have to work that into the money that I need to bring in for my business. Excited. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. Once again, I want to thank Davida Garfield for coming on Mom Your Business, the podcast, and being our special guest at our live podcast event, our first live podcast event. It was absolutely amazing. Everyone had a great time and really, really um, appreciated the stories and the testimonies that Davida shared. Um, I want to encourage you again to subscribe to Mom Your Business, the podcast, wherever you listen to your music. Thank you for tuning in. Stay tuned for our next interview with Yolanda Keels Walker. She was equally amazing, a business babes. And so I want to thank you for listening. As always and forever, remember now is the day. So enjoy it. Yesterday is over, so learn from it. And tomorrow is not promised. So pray about it.